Welcome back to Pro Wrestling Edge. I am your host, The Dan Brewer, and this episode I'll be flying solo today. I'm recording this the day before Thanksgiving, uh, being Thanksgiving week and the holidays. It's just a busy week for everyone, but uh, don't worry, Bernard will be back next week. Um, so I'm flying solo this one. Uh, the chosen one will be back, uh, but with the holidays it's just uh it's just a tough week to get together so uh still wanted to give you guys a show um so i want to start off with uh giving our uh, social media uh you can find us on twitter and instagram at pwe pod you can find us on facebook at pro wrestling edge you can also search us there at pwe pod um, Bernard Heard on Facebook, Dan Brewer on Facebook, um, The Dan Brewer on Instagram and on Twitter. So you can also hear us on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, and pretty much anywhere you can get your um, your podcast. Uh, you'll find us. So, um, shout-outs for this episode, uh, like we do every episode. I want to uh, shout-out Three Wiseman Media, um, friends of the show. Uh, I also want to shout-out John Drake at Nerdy Designs uh, once again. Um, I talked to you guys last week about uh, John's work and uh, had a good conversation with John this week. And uh, if you're looking for business cards, if you're looking for event flyers, if you're looking for posters, if you're looking for um, the car magnets that go on your cars, you uh, you need designs. Uh, John Drake at Nerdy Designs is the go-to man for those. You can find him at Nerdy Designs on Facebook. You can also find him at... Uh, pro wrestling designs on facebook as well so uh if you're if you're in the need for those things uh you can uh go out there and uh reach out to john drake on uh on facebook at nerdy designs and uh like i said he'll he'll take care of you he he's very detailed uh his his designs very well he actually sent me a uh a sample, um, a, a digital sample of something that he's currently working on uh, for a client uh, the res- in the wrestling business. So uh, he, he does good stuff, and, and I'm excited to see him actually uh, considering reaching out to his uh, client to make a purchase of, of what he's doing right now. But uh, like I said, talk to uh, John Drake at Nerdy Designs if, if you need... Uh, if you if you need anything, uh, uh, you know, business cards or whatever. So uh, this episode, I want to talk about. We haven't had a chance to talk about um, AW recently. We haven't had a chance to talk about WWE a whole lot because of our guest, and and we've we're thankful for our guest um, so far. Well, Pro Wrestling Edge has been a thing for a couple months now, and. Um, we're we're very thankful. This it's Thanksgiving this time of year, but we're very thankful for the support um, that we've got here. And I'm, I am speaking on behalf of Bernard as well uh, with this um, overwhelming success we've had so far with Pro Wrestling Edge. Uh, the um, the uh, guests that have been on the show, um, you know, 
we've made some tr- some friends in the process uh, with Pro Wrestling Edge. But uh, you know, we want to thank Justin Pilgrim for coming on the show. We want to thank uh, Mighty Daniels, MD, um, from H3RD. We want to thank uh, Doctor Wrecking Ball for coming on the show. We want to thank uh, the Professor Matthew Priest, uh, our very first guest. Uh, to come on a, um, a podcast that uh, he agreed to come on to a podcast that did not exist at the time. So uh, we're very thankful for the guests that we've had so far. We do have more guests scheduled, and we have talked to some guests. We don't have things scheduled yet, but there's a lot to come here uh, with Pro Wrestling Edge in the next month or so. And, and beyond into 2020. I also want to shout out, um, I am now a moderator on a Facebook group, the Alliance Wrestling Chat Community. Um, I've been a member of that page, that group page, for about six or eight months now. And Chase Gilliard, the uh, the man behind uh, the Alliance Wrestling Chat community, reached out to me about uh, wanting to be a moderator and and kind of um, help uh, with getting things going and help with the moderating side of it. And um, you know, so Pro Wrestling Edge has you know that relationship and that affiliation now with Chase and the Alliance Wrestling Chat Community Facebook page. So anyone that um, is a wrestling fan that's looking to interact with like-minded wrestling fans and um, just talk about wrestling, uh, we talk about everything, WWE, NXT, AEW, NWA, uh, we would impact. Uh, we talk about everything in that group, and uh, if you're looking to uh, get with some wrestling fans and talk wrestling, um, and you're on Facebook, check out the Alliance Wrestling Chat Community Facebook group, and uh, Pro Wrestling Edge uh, is definitely happy to uh, be. Uh, associated with Chase and his uh, Facebook group page. So um, I want to start in with AEW since, you know, AEW is probably my favorite product that uh, is currently out there and um, in professional wrestling on the big on the big stages. So uh, we talked briefly about Full Gear a few episodes ago with Justin Pilgrim. We talked about the main event, Moxley and Omega, in the um, unsanctioned match and, and how great it was. And, and we didn't really touch on uh, Full Gear. You know, we did have the heel turn of MJF on Cody Rhodes and how that is setting up. Uh, MJF now has Wardlow with him. Uh, they did uh, vignettes starting back, oh, in the summer, I think it was either at All Out or before All Out. They started running some vignettes for Wardlow, and we hadn't seen them. And, 
And but now he's here and he's with MJF, which I think is a great pairing. I'd actually love to see his dynasty brother from Major League Wrestling, MLW, join him, uh, Alex Hammerstone and uh, Holiday. I'd like to see those two guys join him and 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 be uh, um, a group in uh, in AW. But uh, they're definitely setting up a Cody Rhodes. MJF program looks like to help elevate. Looks like uh, MJF is one that they have big plans for and using Cody to get him over. But uh, what I do love about AEW is they're not rushing into this. With WWE, you see a lot of times where if you miss Raw or SmackDown uh, a week or so and then you come back to it, a feud is over you know they they will put guys together and run a a quick uh one week or two week program and then they've moved on from it and doing something else i like uh the approach that aw is doing with this especially with the mjf cody um storyline where it's been running since uh practically since day one i remember when they did the original pep rally in jacksonville in the parking lot of of where the Jaguars play and on that being the elite episode Cody brought in and introduced MJF to the Bucks and Adam Page and all the elite guys and you know he's like you know this is my protege you know blah 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 and then Cody walks away to go do something else and MJF just cuts a promo on on those guys and talks about how how they're dirt and they're scumbags and you've seen on being the elites where uh mjf has come to their home and he's disrespected them behind cody's back where he wouldn't eat food gave food to uh to pharaoh you've seen where he's when cody's walked away he's completely went off on brandy you know calling her a bitch and everything so um they've definitely been building this for a while and it's going to culminate um this coming actually tonight so when this airs it'll be after um dynamite but tonight on dynamite is going to be mjf versus adam page and you know adam page recently on being the elite um told told the elite that um he wants to step away and do his own thing that he's uh leaving the elite so uh Kenny and and the Bucks and Cody lost uh, a brother in the elite. Uh, Adam Page wants to do his own thing, which I think is going to set up. I could be wrong. I think it's going to set up Marty Skrull coming in. I think it's going to set up Flip Gordon coming in. And I think you're going to have Marty Skrull, Flip Gordon, and possibly a- Adam Hangman Page. You know, it's kind of the guys that, um, you know, Flip Gordon and and Marty Skrull are the guys that's kind of been forgot about um, with the fact that, the elite made became AEW and and whatnot and and Adam Page's thing where he feels like he's the less le, the the lesser member of of the elite so he wanted uh, to to go out on his own and then at the last of the being the elite he turned the picture around and the the picture had on his on his bookcase and the picture had Marty Skrull in it so um, I would really like to see Marty Skrull and Flip Gordon come to AEW and join up with Adam Page and uh, be pretty cool to see some matches between um, Adam Page Flip Gordon and Marty Skrull against the Bucks and Kenny and also with SC you so um i I really like what aw is doing i like uh the inner circle with 
attacking and going after um, Brandon Cutler on being the elite uh, to fuel that um, Young Bucks versus uh, Santana and Ortiz thing. I, I'm I'm just I'm really excited about um, what AEW's doing, and they made some trademarks. Uh, Bash to the Beach, which is gonna circle around the Chris Jericho cruise. I believe the um, Miami, the Wednesday before the cruise, is going to be Bash to the Beach, and then they're going to tape some matches from the cruise to then put out as the next week's episode of AEW, or in a few weeks from their episode of AEW, which will be continue to be called Bash of the Beach. And uh, he, tri- uh, AEW or Cody, there's some, some people say Cody's done it, some people said AEW as a whole, but they've trademarked the Match Beyond, which is the original name for War Games, was the Match Beyond. Uh, they trademarked Blood and Guts, so it looks like that. Uh, there's rumors out there that their next pay-per-view in February, March-ish is going to be called Blood and Guts, is going to probably have a uh, match beyond um, War Games type match. You can definitely see it being Inner Circle versus the Elite and the Elite trying to field a team around um, you know, with that to go against the Inner Circle. So I see Cody getting pulled out of that to to finish his feud with MJF or, or continue that feud with MJF. So uh, that would definitely be interesting. And, of course, Moxley, you know, Moxley's looking uh, to take out everybody in AEW. He's looking to take, take it. And I think Moxley is the guy that you would go to next when uh, you decide to take the belt off of Jericho. I think uh, the best procession is uh, Jericho and then there's going to come a time where, you know, Jericho, you, you need to take the belt off of him, but you can't put it on, you know, a young up-and-comer like Kenny who really doesn't have that national name. I think you definitely need to go uh, from Chris Jericho that it's uh, John Moxley's the one that is is the next champion and takes it from him. Um, I also have heard rumblings about a, a mid-card belt. Um People have thrown out, oh, it's going to be a TV belt. I've heard uh, rumors out there that it's going to be called the Elite Championship. I don't know if this diamond ring battle royal that they had and now um, Adam Page and MJF are going to wrestle. Um, Well, when this comes out, they'll have already wrestled for that diamond ring. I don't know if that uh, is kind of what they're doing in the interim, but... uh, uh, definitely, if you're going to do a mid-card title, I think MJF is the man to put it on to help build him. And I think going long-term with the program with Cody, that's going to help elevate him to be able to have a mid-card title. You know, you see the guys that they're pushing for the future. And, you know, they're pushing MJF. They're pushing Sammy Guevara. Uh, they're pushing uh, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Um, so they're, they're definitely pushing... Uh, pushing guys you can see as their future. Now, there's been something come out uh, recently in the last couple days on the internet that Joey Janela's unhappy in AEW. Um, I don't know if this is a shoot or if it's a work or or, or what it is, but he, he put out a tweet that uh, he didn't get on his flight to come to AEW tonight, which is the night before uh, Thanksgiving in Chicago. He said, uh, the way I was eliminated from that battle royal has never been addressed. 
uh, previous week. They had that battle royal for the Diamond Ring Finals, which is MJF versus Adam Page. Sean Spears came out and who wasn't in the battle royal but eliminated Joey Janela. Um, you know, so I I I think this is storyline um i don't think that i think joey janela has been featured a lot in AEW, whether it's been on dynamite or dark um he's been put in some big spots and some big matches he's wrestled john moxley he's wrestled um kenny omega and he's wrestled sean spears which is three you know of the guys that is nationally known um from that used to be in WWE. So um, I, I think this is storyline. I, I could be wrong because, uh, you know, he's like, what I've built on my own for the last 14, and I'm paraphrasing Joey Janela's um, tweet, but it was um, uh, what I've built on my own the last 14 years. They, they've killed my steam or something along, along those lines. But uh, I think this is storyline. I think Joey Janela is another one that they have really high – um, expectations and, and plans for. I know that um, Matt and Nick are very high on Joey Janela. So I, I, I don't think this is this is a shoot. I think this is um, in the story that uh, he's trying to say he's unhappy because of Sean Spears. The way he eliminated him in AW hasn't addressed it. They haven't done anything to Sean Spears for um, eliminating him that way when he's not in that match. But, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, like I said, I could be completely wrong. I could be. Joey Janela is really thoroughly upset. Uh, but I think he's been used pretty well for that uh, not to be shoot. But we'll see. We'll see what happens as AEW goes on. Um, I thought that Double or Nothing has been their best pay-per-view so far. Um, but full gear, I think it, it didn't get as many like pay per view buys and whatnot as Double or Nothing because Double or Nothing was fresh. It was the first one everybody uh, everybody liked it. But I think full gear, top to bottom, was just as good as Double or Nothing for me. And I had said that I think Double or Nothing's been the best pay per view so far in 2019 from any wrestling promotion and i think full gear is right there with it as a 1a 1b um so but that leads me to my next uh topic i wanted to talk about is nxt war games and survival series that took place this past weekend from chicago um i think war games um, 2019 War Games pay-per-view or network special, whatever you want to call it, with WWE was or is to me surpassed Double or Nothing in Full Gear and is the best pay-per-view that I've seen in 2019. Uh, I love what they're doing in NXT. Um, they are really taking the whole... Uh, Wednesday Night Wars or competition with AEW, they're taking it seriously. I think AEW was more of getting their personal shots in. And yeah, I think they do like the fact that they've won seven out of the eight weeks or whatever it is, eight out of the last nine weeks in, in ratings. But uh, I really think that WWE is, is and taking it personally that they don't want NXT to uh, lose those ratings to AEW. And uh, 
War Games was phenomenal. Both War Games matches, they had the women's War Game match, which um, ended up being kind of strange. It actually ended up being four on two because Dakota Kai replaced and, and attacked Mia Yim, but she then turned around and turned heel and took out Tegan Knox before before it was time for Tegan to get into the uh, match. And um, then Dakota Kai left. So it was actually four on two. Rhea Ripley and um, Candice LeRae versus um, the heel team with uh, Shanna Baszler and um, Bianca Belair and, um, and that team. And the four on two, Rhea Ripley ended up picking up the victory. So, um, you know, Io Shirai was on the heel team with Shanna Baszler. And, um, but yeah, um, Rhea Ripley looked really strong. <clears throat> Excuse me. Rhea Ripley looked very strong in that match. And uh, four on two, they got the W. And that was a great match. Um, we had the men's War Games match. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, the three-way match between Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, and Killian Dane, which was a number one contenders match. The winner went on to face Adam Cole at Survivor Series the next night. That match was amazing. And I, I know I said this, I posted on our Facebook page that the time before the men's war game match, I was like, NXT's three for three right now. They are had three show stealers and and they really showcased Damian Priest in that three-on-three match, and and he did go on and compete on NXT uh, Survivor Series team the following night at Survival Series, and uh, that match was amazing. You can definitely see why, and and I think they put the right guy over Pete Dunne. I think uh, it wasn't the time yet to uh, put. Killian Dane or Damian Priest on a big stage of a WWE pay-per-view. The best thing was was Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne, which was an amazing, amazing match on on Survivor Series. But uh, how about that men's war games match? Uh, Dijovic, um, to me, he's always going to be Dijak. Uh, Keith Lee. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, and then they had a mystery partner, and their mystery partner ended up being Kevin Owens. You know, Kevin Owens was attacked on Monday Night Raw by Undisputed Era, so this was kind of his comeback, um, his receipt to Undisputed Era by joining uh, Ciampa's team and um, getting in there. And the spot to end the match where Ciampa came off the top of the, the cell or top of the cage with Adam Cole on his back and did like a Samoan drop through two tables uh, and and got the th- and just was laying on him and got the three, similar to uh, when Shane McMahon and Miz had their match at Mania and Miz suplexed them and they were both out, but Shane was laying on top of them. Same thing, Ciampa was laying on top of Adam Cole and Wow, what a match. And Britt Baker being in the audience for that and the camera going to her and her being acknowledged as Adam Cole's girlfriend. So, uh, but yeah, War Games to me now has become the number one pay-per-view of the year, 
with double or nothing and full gear being 2A and 2B now. And um, War Games, I, I can't say enough about War Games. You know, I, I said on here that I'm going to cancel my WWE subscription. And uh, I still had a month. I had, It just re-upped right before, uh, a couple weeks before, uh, before War Games and Survival Series. So I did get War Games and Survival Series. Uh, I did watch it on the network. And War Games did not uh, disappoint. I think uh, when you think War Games WCW, you think Horsemen. When you think War Games NXT, you think Undisputed Era. So I definitely think that uh, they're building a tradition here with Undisputed Era and NXT. And and uh, my only disappointment is going to be when uh, these guys do come to the main roster, especially... You're probably looking at Adam Cole coming first, and then they won't be the Undisputed Era anymore. Um, I could definitely see Adam Cole moving to the main roster, uh, keeping Roddy and um, Roddy Strong and, and Fish and O'Reilly in NXT. I would love to see then Roddy take over as the leader of Undisputed Era, and you slide Mike Bennett into Undisputed Era. You know they were all together in in uh, Ring of Honor and. Uh, Mike Bennett and and uh, those guys were part of the kingdom and and stuff. So um, there's definitely history there. So I would love to see when they do call Adam Cole up to the main roster. And I think at that point, Adam Cole deserves a uh, title run. And it's either the U.S. champion or Intercontinental champion. You can definitely put Roddy in that lead spot and uh, add Mike Bennett to the group. And I think... Uh, It'll uh, you can continue undisputed air because we you know the horsemen they had different incarnations. There was changes when people uh, people moved on or people left or uh, storylines had people turning heel or face. Um, so I definitely think that you could uh, use Mike Bennett that way because uh, I know he's asked for his release. He's got five years left and doesn't look like WWE is going to. Offer releases to guys, except uh, Jordan Miles did get his release, but I think that was uh, that was an easy business decision for WWE. But uh, get to the Survivor Series. Um, my thoughts on Survivor Series. I don't want to go like I didn't do it for for War Games. I didn't go match by match by match and say, "Oh, this was a, this is I like this match because." Um, just want to give some of my. Um, my opinions on the highlights of Survivor Series. So, starting off, I'm not surprised that NXT won Survivor Series. Uh, usually, Survivor Series every year, uh, what they've um, it's turned into is Raw versus SmackDown. Well, this year they added NXT, so it was Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT, and they always keep score and they put it up on the screen after every match and. And uh, the fact that NXT won um, pretty convincingly is not a surprise to me. Um, obviously, they're doing this to build NXT for those Wednesday nights. They want to be able to say that they overtaken AEW and get the ratings every week. That is a big deal to Vince. That's a big deal to Hunter. Uh, they feel like they are the top dog, which they are right now. Um, they've been the top dog for a long time, and they don't want uh, AEW winning that uh, ratings because that's really important to WWE. And so uh, making NXT look strong and putting them over and them winning, quote-unquote, 
Survivor Series. Um, I'm not surprised, and I think it was best for business. I, I, I do think that um, the week that they did beat AEW in ratings, there was a lot of advertised Raw and SmackDown um, talent, and I believe that, uh, you know, that, that a lot of people say, well, it took three, uh, it took Raw, SmackDown, and NXT to beat AEW in ratings, but um, saying this as an AEW fan, I think that it was smart because you definitely wanted to build up Survivor Series, and why not do that across all three brands that are that are being represented in Survivor Series? So I didn't have a problem with them bringing in, you know, Cesaro and Shinsuke and and uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch and and all, and all the main uh, stars you see the top the top tier talent of WWE because you know you're that's your storyline right now. It was. Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Does this continue? There's a good possibility it continues. I know right now Finn Balor is on the NXT roster, and I don't think that's going to be permanent. I think you're going to see some guys go back and forth, and they'll have runs in NXT. They'll go to they'll go to the main roster. You know, also in NXT, you've got to um, you've got Brizongo are back in NXT, and when Tyler Breeze and uh, and Fandango reunited after Fandango's injury. That that went over huge in NXT. So I think you're going to see guys go back and forth, have a run in NXT, then go back to WWE, or guys that are on Raw or SmackDown, you know, once a storyline ends or something in WWE, that you'll see them back in NXT for a while to uh, run to, to run a, a storyline there, just, just, to, just to keep everything fresh, because NXT is no longer the minor leagues. They are a legitimate third brand, and and and, and I and I include NXT and NXT UK when I say NXT, because I don't think uh, you have a fall drop off. You don't. It's NXT UK is just as good product as NXT SmackDown or Raw. I actually think NXT and NXT UK is is giving better products right now than uh, Raw and SmackDown by far. But, uh, yeah, they're definitely not the minor leagues. They do have the Performance Center, and they have their live event roster for NXT, and that's your developmental. That's your guys. That I Now it's when you go from developmental to TV for NXT, that's the promotion. That is the going from the minor leagues. or get That's the call-ups. Uh, so to speak, I think your traditional Monday night after Monday night Raw after WrestleMania quote unquote call ups from NXT is not going to be that tradition. I think you're going to see more of after WrestleMania. The reset button has always been the night after WrestleMania. I think that's when you're going to see more of not call ups per se from NXT, a shuffling of talent. You might see guys switching brands, and then at that point, you might see guys going from the true um, um, minor leagues, the the live event, the performance center, the talent, the uh, the um, that developmental to either Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. I think that's the call up you're going to see is going forward from there. But um yeah, NXT is uh is doing great things and 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 uh I really 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 thoroughly believe that War Games is now for me the 
the pay-per-view I enjoyed the most in 2019. So far, I know we still have a month away. I think my WWE subscription is going to run out because I am going forward with canceling my subscription. Um, I think it runs out before the December pay-per-view. Um, I believe it's TLC. But if it's not, I'll watch it. Um, if I still have the network for that night, I will definitely watch it. But, uh, yeah, my net my network subscription is not going to be renewed. So that'll be uh, – I'll get, I'll get my Raw – and NXT from Hulu, and I've got uh, the Fox streaming app so I can stream SmackDown if I want updates. And WWE's really stepped up their social media game. I know I've said this in past episodes. They've definitely stepped up their social media game to combat AEW in that sense because AEW is knocking the social media game out of the park. So uh, I, I'm still going to follow WWE, uh, just not going to have the network and get the pay-per-views every month because to me it's not um, it's not worth the 9.99 I would rather spend 9.99 to get <clears throat> high spots or high, you know highspots.com or I'd rather spend the 9.99 to um, get impact plus or new japan world or use that extra money every month to uh, help promote my podcast so um yeah, that's that's what's gonna go on with that. Um, we have a few local independent shows coming up um, in the next several weeks. Um, December sixth, Friday night, Clash Wrestling will be having their December show, All Out War, and All Out War is their version of the Royal Rumble Battle Royal. Um, it's their version of the Royal Rumble. And they are, if you follow Clash Wrestling on all social media platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, they are announcing the names of the participants for the All Out War match. Um, They're releasing so many a day. And I believe uh, right now they're going to take a break from that and actually start announcing some of the actual um matches that are going to take place in addition to all out war uh, but uh, you can get all the updates clash wrestling on facebook instagram and twitter on what's coming up there then at the end of the month there is bcwa uh, blue collar wrestling alliance will hold on the 27th friday night their yearly awards uh ceremony uh which i really like this that BCWA does is they um, the last show we were at uh, Battle for a Champion they had um, where you nominated wrestlers for certain categories like your favorite wrestler your favorite faction your favorite manager your favorite feud of 2019 your uh, most exciting moment your favorite match so they had uh, ways for the fans that night to nominate uh, wrestlers or, or or whatnot for those categories, and then they took those those nominations and they compiled it and they had a survey that they had in there. I think it's still going on that they released on social media on their uh, social media platforms. Um, BCWA go BCWA, where you got to vote, uh, where they took the top nominations and said okay vote for these categories 
And um, so Friday night, the 27th, will be their awards ceremony. And that will take place at the Copeland Center in Wyandotte, Michigan. The following night, uh, December 28th, will be their last show of the year, Cataclysm. Cataclysm has the big title match, Orlando Christopher defending the title against Justin Maine, who won Battle for a Champion. And the big anticipated match, H3RD, with Dr. Wrecking Ball in their corner will be um, Tommy Tresnick, Dead Vaughn, and friend of the show, Mike T. Daniels, MD, taking on Studio 86 with Mike Blackwell in their corner. That would be uh, Maserati Rick, um, Nick Braxton, and uh, superstar Bill Martell. And the stipulation in this match is... The, the titles are on the line, so even though it's a six-man tag match, if Studio 86 wins, they win the tag titles. And But if H3RD retains the tag titles and wins the match, Studio 86 must disband and no longer be a group in BCWA. This has been going on all year long, the rivalry between H3RD and Studio 86. Earlier in the year... Uh, Mike T. Daniels and Nick Braxton were a tag team. Mike T. Daniels turned on his tag team partner to join H3RD, and then Nick Braxton joined up with Studio 86. So this has been going on for a while. They did have the big stare down, the six of them in the ring, at Battle for a Champion. At one point, it was those six in the ring, so they had the three-on-three square down where um, they all got into it. Give you a little sneak peek of what's going to happen at Cataclysm. But uh, those are two big shows coming up. Horror Slam is putting out their uh, their Christmas show this month. Um, XICW has a show this month. Um, check out Cody Fleming, Wrestling Rage, and Michigan Independent uh, Wrestling Weekly. Um, they're the independent wrestling guy. The, he's the independent wrestling go-to guy to get. He covers. He'll let you know everything going on for independent wrestling in the state of Michigan. And uh, for our listeners that are outside of the state of Michigan, Michigan is a booming independent wrestling state right now. So if you live in the surrounding states, Indiana, Ohio, you might want to think about checking out some uh, Michigan independent wrestling because it is at one of its highest moments right now in 2019. So I guess I'll wrap this up. Like I said, I'm. This was the first time I I flew I flew solo, the chosen one, Del Dangerous. We'll be back with us next week. Like I said, with it being the holiday week, uh, just um, sometimes it's hard to get uh, people together. And uh, the chosen one was on assignment this week, so couldn't make it into the studio. Uh, he will join us back um, again. We have big things coming for Pro Wrestling Edge. Um, we had our first guest co-host in studio last week. We would like to do more of that where we get more guest co-hosts. So any of our listeners out there that um, want to come on the show and co-host, uh, reach out to me. Uh, reach out to Bernard on social media. Um, we have our email address, prowrestlingedgepod at gmail.com. You can reach out to us there. Um, Slide into our DMs, message us on Facebook. 
uh, let us know if you if you're a wrestling fan and you want to come on and uh, guest co-host with us we'll uh, we'll uh, give you some information the details and we'll work something out we definitely have some more interviews coming up um, we have some that are scheduled we have some that we're working on scheduling um, just dates haven't lined up for for uh, certain individuals so uh, that's coming forward we do have a very big interview coming up in a few weeks uh, that uh, we've been excited for every interview but uh, we got a pretty big deal uh, coming in studio in a few weeks so uh, more to come on that watch our social media for updates on that coming out soon but uh, big things are coming for pro wrestling edge uh, the rest of 2019 and into 2020, and again, we we we're so thankful for the support that we've got um, for the last few months that we've been uh, giving you our our content here through Pro Wrestling Edge. But uh, big things are coming. Uh, there might be uh, you know we're looking to do more things, and and might be a, you know a little bit of changes coming to, uh, but they're changes for the better. So um, look out for um, announcements coming uh, in the next month or two and, and going into 2019. Um, again, if you want the real scoop and lowdown on Michigan Independent Wrestling, check out Cody Fleming, uh, Wrestling Rage on Facebook. Um, he's got a YouTube channel. Uh, I believe it's r2youtube.com. Where you can check out, he does. Um, he puts out Wrestling Rage Sunday nights on YouTube. He has uh, Michigan Independent Weekly that comes out on Tuesdays, I believe. Maybe it's Wednesdays. Sorry, Cody, if I uh, mess that up for you. But uh, they're the real ones to go to to find out everything about independent wrestling, Michigan. We. Um, um, have a little bit of a soft spot for Clash Wrestling and BCWA, so we talk about them a lot. Um, I'm gonna try to get to Horror Slam this month because uh, that's something that I'm definitely interested in doing. Um, some of our listeners and 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 friends that I've made um, since having the podcast are actually going to their first Horror Slam event this month, and um, they're really excited. Briar Wellington does some good stuff there, so um, I am trying to make it to um, Horror Slam. But uh, this is episode 12 of Pro Wrestling Edge, and uh, Bernard's not here, but I usually close up with him. So uh, in honor of uh, the way Bernard closes the show, I just want to say that we out. <laughs>